Welcome to the Amateur Skeptics Podcast number 286. I think I nailed it that time. I'm your host, Brian. Join me this evening, Mac. Good evening, everybody. Um, apparently, assassin snails are a thing. Why not? We have assassins, what, frogs and stuff? Why, why not an assassin snail? Yeah, that's true. Ian is here. Uh, hello. He's kind of here. He's a little clippy, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> Mad Cat. Hello, hello, I'm not going to see Batman. Okay. And of course, maybe maybe the most important of all, the dumbass himself. And remember, beating up people might be important if they're evildoers. But in your personal life, consent is important. Remember to always consider your friend's feelings. I know the name of that dog, and it's not coming to me. McGruff? (laughs) Is that right? Was it McGruff the crime dog? Right? Something like that? What... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I th- were you trying to be McGruff, McGruff the, the dog? time dog? Yep. Well, it's not Muttley. The bad version I was intending. <laughs> it was, no, I got it, though. I got it. I totally got it. It was great. <laughs> what were you intending? McGruff the crime dog. Oh, McGruff the crime dog. It's a bunch of stupid yeah. PSAs, you know, for kids. Yeah, now I got it. I know it wasn't mumbly. That's the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> How's everybody doing? Doing pretty good. All right, doing all right. I got my cat, my um, uh, rainwork, rainwork sling <laughs> off now. <laughs> well, I got another X-ray. Uh, haven't heard anything back yet. But the funny thing is, is that when I went there for uh, for the doctor to talk to me about my arm and you know check it out and everything, she didn't even know I broke my arm. What? Yeah. From the x-ray? She didn't know I broke my arm. The uh, hospital did not send her the Im- send her any information. <laughs> wow. And the doctor who I saw in her office, by the way, the doctor that I saw about the broken arm and gave me a requisition to get the second set of x-rays didn't tell her either. But... Isn't okay. it, I mean, do do you guys, I mean, you, you have a medical file that they can access or does every doctor's office have their yeah, own medical have, file like the U.S.? No, they have, they have medical files. Plus it's on the internet. They have <laughs> a special, I can go on the internet and see my files on there. Okay. So where did the breakdown happen? Someone didn't send her anything to say anything about it. Hmm. Okay. okay. But it sounds like she could have accessed it. Well, yeah, but, but it's kind of hard reason. to, yeah, she would have to have a reason. And if you don't know that someone has broken their arm, um, it's very difficult to have a, go find it, basically, if you, if you have no idea, right? Um, you can go in and yeah. say you want to look at um, blood work, and it'll go to blood work. Interesting. But Wait. if you go in there to find other things, they would have to put in, you know, x-rays for a broken arm or something like that. So it doesn't say at the front of anything, broken arm, medications, changes, blah, 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 or anything. So <laughs> she had no clue. It, you know, we have that issue here in the, in the U.S. because I mean, we, we certainly don't have a over, you know, a, a medical record system that is a, a national system. So like if I go to the hospital... 
um, and then I go back to my regular um, primary care doctor, they have to request those records from the hospital. They're not, it's, right. there's no automatic transfer. And so we, we have the same issue of, um, of medical records getting siloed, but that's almost by design in our system. <laughs> it's kind of your well, responsibility you to get it where it needs to go. Right. Well, before it used to be that, and it still is now, somewhat now, that if you went and saw, if you saw a doctor and it wasn't your normal doctor, um, like say you had to see uh, a specialist on your leg or something, that person, that doctor would, because you put in your regular doctor's name and such, they're supposed to send that information to the regular doctor for them to have the information on on their file. That's probably supposed to happen here in the U.S. too. Yeah, and it really doesn't happen all the time. No, I think that we we have the same kinds of issues. I mean, uh, you know, I, I have mixed feelings about some sort of like like an, an uh, like a national uh, records right where all that stuff would be maintained because of um, the attack surface too, right? <laughs> Right, because but having it distributed makes it a little harder. They have to go find your find your records. But if we had a national system, it might be more easy to target. So I don't know. Well, it is kind of easier because you can go in and you know if you have specific things that you're looking for, it's easy to find it. Right. Well, sure. Yeah. At the same time, anytime you go to a doctor that's not your primary care doctor. One of the first things on that form is who's your primary care physician. Well, exactly. And you exactly. you put it there, and it's supposed to, and they're supposed to get those records. But in my experience, it doesn't always happen. Right. Exactly. And it's just like that for me today as well, or not today when I saw the doctor this week. Yeah. All right. Well, it was kind of funny though because I said uh, we did this other stuff, and then she was going to leave the room, and I said, "What about my arm?" She's like, "Uh." What about your arm? <laughs> um, the broken arm? You had a broken arm? <laughs> oh, God. And then she started looking into it, and she found out that the the doctor you saw and the x-ray dictation that you saw mm-hmm. do not exist. Oh, no, it's there. I know because I see it. <laughs> I go on my uh, my medical records thing. It's called my something. I forget. My health. So... All right. I well. can find out pretty close to everything on there, but right. I guess it's about time. Well, I was going to say, I, I mean, we we're, we're, we have nothing to hawk for Georgie and Armand. Um, that's true. Well, generally, I hawk the stuff for two podcasts in a row. You know, dragons on vacation still out there, so you know, All right, and well. the novels, but nothing new. Okay, you have to do dragons at the hospital. <laughs> No, I'm that waiting for after dark. Be a <laughs> I would, but after dark, yo. that's what we're waiting for. Is after dark. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess you're you're correct. What time is mm. it? What time is it? Well, that would be Ian and Dumbass's masturbation moment, brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. You know, some might say the best empire. <laughs> some might. But we'll wait. But, the Roman Empire fell, and this one will too. <laughs> well, let's wait to decide if it's the best empire till we're done with the next story that Dumbass has put in here for us. <laughs> so, yes, uh, uh, any of you uh, feeling like uh, uh, getting involved in uh, more athletics, uh, working out a little bit more, maybe taking up a sport, something uh, physical, something with your fist, like boxing or something, 
Anybody? No. Anybody uh, interested in any of that? No. Nope. No. 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 Usually those end up with pain, and my configuration <laughs> of it is uh, instead of no pain, no gain. I say no pain. Yeah, no pain. <laughs> <laughs> well. Um, well then, uh, th this might not be as useful for you. Might still be good advice. Um, uh, the um, uh, heavyweight champion uh, 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 with the WBC heavyweights title um, uh, is uh, preparing to uh, defend his title against uh, Dylan White uh, uh, in April, um, and uh, interviewed as to the secret of his success. He puts it down to masturbating seven times a day, to which I say, amateur. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, yeah, well, it's interesting because he, I guess he's made other references in the past to, to masturbation as well. And, uh, well, I, I, I mean, seven, okay. Um, I, I do appreciate the fact that somebody that I is a little bit more mainstream is actually talking about masturbation, but to to what extent is he serious, and in, in it, or is it just you know shock and awe? Not not entirely sure. Although you know, uh, I'd like to see uh, that same advice uh, given when they ask like somebody who's reached their hundredth birthday what what your secret is to long life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I I think um, we covered the seven times a day since nineteen thirty seven. I think we covered the Olympic sex ban thing a while back, and how um, the uh, you know the, at the Olympics it's basically just a sex fest, and you have trainers trying to enforce a sex ban, and that would never work. But the science says actually um, getting off and getting it out there is actually good for you, and actually will help you in the um, you know physical. I mean, certainly activity. we can uh, think of several ways that uh, uh, a nice orgasm uh, can give you. Uh, you know, other than just uh, feeling good before you go out to a very stressful uh, competition, it's also like, like just relief of all the stress. And uh, yeah. you know, um, I, I I can't imagine uh, those endorphins and everything would be uh, bad for your performance. Yeah, no, and that's the thing. Like I said the, the, apparently, like I said, the Olympic cities made for the athletes are basically just sex fests. I did not There's know tons this. Of crazy sex that goes on there, and, oh and these are you know our big Olympic. Athletes. I should have been an athlete. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, the athletes have been uh, from uh, Russia. They can't be in the um, Olympics this year. Well, but that's not for masturbating. <laughs> no, it is not. That's for invading a sovereign country. Fucking mm. with other people. <laughs> we, we can talk. We, we we can talk about that a little later on. Uh, in, in when we're touch, talking about my some of my articles, when, when, when we start yeah. covering the the world uh, masturbation championships. Well, basically, <laughs> there's a lot of evidence that goes against some of this. The the coaches and trainers saying that um they need to you know keep themselves from having any kind of sexual activity before a match. And it's like no, actually, science says get it off before the match. It helps. It makes a difference. A lot, a lot of like yeah. uh, stuff that. Especially sports people that people come up with um, as a sounding scientific or whatever. It's all just something that somebody made up because it sounded good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the no sex before a fight thing is that if you're not sexed up, you're likely to be aggressive. And so what they are, what they're saying is they want you to be, you want they want you to be aggressive, and 
go out there and hurt the other person. I thought it was about um, exhausting yourself through sexual activity, which no, it, it's it's about um, keeping your testosterone up. Like different uh, theories about it, right? Like uh, some, yeah. like uh, there's that old belief too that uh, uh, like orgasms diminish your body of a vital uh, invigorating force right. that you need inside of you in order to function properly. And get real science that said, no, none of that's true. Get off. It's good for you. <laughs> it's amazing, though, how many old beliefs, though, like like, it, like, yeah, you're letting your spirit out or something like that. You're losing a piece of yourself when, when you when you ejaculate, um, you know, it's sneezing, even sneezing, you know, the, the same kinds of, you know, myths. That's why we say, you know, bless you. You know, God bless yeah. you every time you sneeze. Why? I don't anymore. I refuse. That comes out when you sneeze. Sneezing is just masturbation for the nose. <laughs> yeah. And there's a I don't. I'd like to see more people in these kind of in these kind of you know high pro higher profile. I guess how high profile it's. I don't even know who this guy is, and I don't know who he's fighting. But I mean, the fact that he's doing MMA means that somebody's listening to him, right? And so the fact that he's yeah. you know bringing up masturbation, I think, is great. Oh, yeah. oh a world title holders, you know. Making it sound like, yeah, you do that for your health. Hey, that's awesome. But I still say, is he, or is it, or is it just shock and awe? Is is he is he just saying that because he knows that it'll make some you know make somebody blush? Mm, I, I agree. There, there's definitely a level of that. But he, definitely, I mean, even he with definitely, the- he's definitely saying it uh, in order to uh, to shock, no matter whether yeah. he's doing it or not. Uh, that that's definitely uh, right. why he's telling people. But so, you're saying it in a positive light. It, it, at least, right, it, right. at least it is a positive light, right? So even with humor behind it, it's a positive light. It's, he's saying no, it's a healthy thing to do. It it, it is funny because you know that I had a um a coworker that was talking about we we got to talking about you know um giving birth and how they used to with some of the stuff that they used to do and he was delivered with forceps and it damaged um his part of his eye so he had to wear glasses you know for you know to. To correct his vision, I said, "Oh, mine's from masturbating." <laughs> <laughs> but they're, they're you know, oh, they're hairy. I shave them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, so what does it say that my feet are hairy? I, I don't oh, think I'm quite that flexible. I don't think their name's Harry. I don't. know. Are you jizzing on your own feet? That's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what makes the hair grow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we better move yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, they never quite specify. You, you imagine it's the jizz, but maybe it's like the ball sweat. <laughs> right, nobody ever talked about it. I mean, you know, like, uh, you know, I imagine like uh, bald men, you know, like, uh, no, jizz isn't working. All right, Harry, let me uh, let, let me rub my head around your balls for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> ah. All right. Well, anyway, I, I mean, you're right. It's it, it's a it's it's joking in a positive way, at least, right? At least it, he isn't denigrating masturbation. Um, right. I, you know, I just and he's not de- degrading anyone. Either, nope, so. he's not. It's nope. Yeah, it's a, it's a good joke, and you know, and, and and but I don't think that it's going to encourage other people to masturbate. Right. The, and mm-hmm. the, and so it's so it doesn't quite do the thing that I would like to see happen. You know, and and to make. And normalize the maybe no, no I take that back maybe it does help to normalize the conversation of masturbation a little yeah. bit right and I think that that's important whether you know um, they bring it up in a positive light like that so okay so maybe it does maybe maybe I'm wrong maybe I shouldn't be too harsh on it 
I'm not like, I'm, uh, if you if he is masturbating seven times times a day and he's not just joking around, then yeah, good on him. He he's a uh, heavyweight fighter. He does a lot of practicing. Uh, it's good to have a, a nice uh, stress release in there. That's awesome. Absolutely. Yep. But I'm just now picturing his training. Okay, uh, nine fifteen. <laughs> Ten minutes for masturbation. Uh, let's yeah. put the next one here. We'll take a break at eleven twenty. Masturbation. I think that's a problem do, right do, there. Do, do, I do think... you think he? Do you think he gets a few off in a row, or does he make like, <laughs> little masturbation breaks throughout the day? I, I think I, I though. Go little masturbation um, breaks throughout the day myself. Yeah, I, I have a concern though with with what you're saying. They're only allowing ten minutes. That's what leads to pre ejaculation. I think you gotta you gotta you gotta have a little bit more time because you don't want to become a pre jack, right? Members are grabbing their notebooks to write this gold. Our masturbation suggestions. Brian's saying you should give yourself at least a thirty-minute window to get off. I am saying it. I'm saying that's the minimum, right? Because 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 what I want is that when you go to have sex, I want you to have lost longer. But I think I think that if you're trying to ejaculate too quickly, that you know that you're just gonna when it when it becomes time to perform. You're just going to go off. <laughs> it's also important uh, when, when, when you when you have uh, sex, even like uh, uh, fairly safe sex, uh, with, with, even with yourself, you know, work out a safe word. <laughs> <laughs> Always has to be a safe word. <laughs> no means no, even when it's you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to what the fuck are they thinking? And I guess are we, are, are we starting with the high school? We're we starting with Batman. Let's start with the Batman. All right, start with the Batman. All right. So, you know, for those of you who paid attention to the podcast, I'm not the biggest Batman fan, but I'm a comic book geek and I pay attention to this kind of stuff. And the new Batman movie just came out. Um, and not surprising, there's critics of it, but <laughs> also not surprising, there are people who are criticizing it for some odd reasons. Um. <laughs> And so the Batman is being criticized on social media for woke elements. Um, the woke element it first mentions is the white people are villains. <laughs> okay. The bad characters are white men. Falcon, Penguin, Riddler, Commissioner, Chief, DA, ignorant, um, rich, white boy, Bruce Wayne, morally corrupt politician, Thomas Wayne. But all the good guys are black. Oh, wait, wait. It's actually it's pretty realistic. Is, is Bruce Wayne black in this version? I haven't uh, heard no, of No, no, no. It's Robert I, Patterson. I, I'm getting the impression Bruce Wayne might start off being kind of a dick or something. because it's it, Bruce Wayne is says, a dick. Rich white boy Bruce Wayne. I think that, the, but that is a good description of Bruce Wayne, at least the early yeah. Bruce Wayne, right? I mean, that he kind of, that that is exactly what he is. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, like uh, the, the, the Batman villains have been overwhelmingly white for decades. Well, yeah. Like, well, the Joker's not white. Wait, the Joker's the most white. Yeah, point. Power? Okay. <laughs> no, um, but even I mean, in even in uh, the Dark Knight trilogy, Bruce Wayne was very, very clueless until um, until his friend Rachel showed him what Gotham was like in the underbelly. Yeah, he goes through an, an evolution, right? I mean, there is yeah. there is a well accepted white stereotypical caricature out there of the rich white CEO um board member kind of guy who's just an asshole jerk 
and normally they are the villain type characters. That's been around for decades now. I mean, I can think back to the first Spider-Man movie where it was a bunch pretty of pretty much every cartoon yeah. villain in the eighties. Yeah, I mean, rich white people have been the stereotypical villain who are clueless about what's going on, and they're just assholes to be assholes. It's a stereotype that's been around for like forever. Why is it suddenly woke to do that? <laughs> so, but what's interesting though is that so so the fact that it sounds like, and I I have not seen the movie yet, and I will see the movie. I'll see it sooner or later, but Gordon Gordon is played by Gordon is played by a black man, according That's to this, right? Catwoman right, is black. The, the guy from the Westward. Catwoman is the guy from Westward World. The HBO series Westworld. The black guy from that is um, just, there was it, oh just the one black guy from Westworld that that black guy. Well, not the one, the main black guy, the one who's actually <laughs> the scientist that turns out to be one of the androids. Um, you realize how that sounds, I, right? Other, you realize yeah, know, how bad that sounds. Stuff. I'm trying to think of. I, I'm horrible with names, <laughs> yeah. but he, he's been in a lot of things. But the West Westworld's the big thing he was just recently in, and he was actually really good in that. But I think he's Gordon. Now, yeah, I, I don't know about Catwoman. I knew was black. Mayor, I have no idea who they're referring to. Now, I, I know that like that sometimes pops up, uh, kind of, doesn't it? Because like um, for. Uh... I, I kind of remember for the Heath Ledger one, um, they did like uh, I think like the conservatives at that time were crowing that uh, this was a vindication of conservative values. I, I believe that you're talking about Jeffrey Wright. He played Bernard in Westworld, right? Yeah, that's so right. he's playing Gordon, right? Yeah, that's the black man you're talking about. Well, you know, it's <laughs> it's the one Ian likes. <laughs> It was a it's, prominent but, black think about male how, character but, but, in the series. Okay, but but think about how bad it sounds when we say that, right? It, yeah, it really yeah. sounds tone deaf. No, I I, I I will agree with you there, but like I said, he was the prominent black character in the series. But he's not the only one. Black male character. There also was a prominent black female oh. character who was pretty hot, but... Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm, is... I'm just horrible with names. That's... The... Thaween... Newton, you're, I'm you're saying not, it wrong. Ian, you're not going to win here. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, but well, but, but like um, in think... Tim Burton's Batman, Billy D. Williams played um, Harvey, Harvey Dent, Dent. way I, back when. I think though the way that we are talking about it does kind of illustrate the point that there's still a problem. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I won't deny that. But once more, I'm just bad with names. So that's I, 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 it's okay, but I I don't think that we it, it, I don't think it's a good idea to say the black guy from this, right? Because it well, illustrates the fact that they, that they are a minority. By the white, white, white guy from um, Twilight. Well, oh, that, okay. <laughs> the, the, if you asked me to remember his name, I couldn't either. Well, but uh, once again, there's a lot of white guys in there, but Robert Patterson yeah. was only one of them. But but there were many more white guys than there were black men or black, you know, black guys. I haven't uh, seen Twilight, so I don't even know if there were black people in there at all. I mean, <laughs> j just the fact that 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 black men are a minority in Hollywood, yeah. right? The fact that you can say the black man from Westworld, and we actually have an idea of who you're talking about, right. is part of the problem, right? If I, I say will the, agree with that completely. If I say the white guy from Westworld, who am I talking about? No, I, I get exactly what yeah. you're saying there. Yeah, yeah. You're talking about Martin Sheen. And to <laughs> me, that's one of the interesting things about the woke. You know, we we'd mentioned earlier, woke seems to be completely overused and so inaccurate anymore because this is woke this doesn't sound woke to me this sounds like they're representing black people and i've watched youtube videos that these toxic fans go off on how woke everything is because there's representation in there 
And it's like, why is representation being woke? Isn't that just an accurate? Is woke so... because comics are for white people, dude. Don't you well, know, I, you know Eternals was woke for years. Eternals was woke because there was diversity within the group of heroes. That yes, in the comics they were all portrayed as white, but that was sixty oh. years ago, and now they're saying, okay, let's take these characters, make them diverse, and not make a big deal about it. But, oh my god, there's diversity. They're being so woke with them. It's like, <laughs> but were they good characters? I liked Eternals. I will defend Eternals as being an enjoyable movie. I don't it, care you, what You'll defend say. it eternally, I imagine, right? <laughs> I enjoyed the film. I did too. And Nick the Terry. diversity to it wasn't anything to go, oh my god, there's diversity. It's like, cool. They, you know, these people did their job. They, they pulled off the roles they were supposed to pull off. I don't care about anything else than that. But Nick you hear Terry. this whole, you know, and it is, we had also talked, it's mostly white male conservatives who are looking at calling everything woke. And I've seen enough of the videos, I get the impression they're scared. They're like, I'm no longer the main thing being represented. Well, that's, I'm upset mad now. I think you just it's hit on it. It's a loss of power. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's it. At least it feels like a loss of power, right? Because yeah. because when 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 you have a, a a power structure that is so white male dominated, when 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 you see this assumed power or 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 equality, equality is is diminishing your power at that point, right? Be it, it yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're 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 fighting against the quality because be, because they're used to being on the on the upper end of the pedestal. And then you look. So here's another line in that article. It was pathetic and woke, and they used the word "white men running Gotham City." And like, why is that woke? That's actually quite accurate. We have a lot, you know. And once more, that's been a stereotypical thing in Hollywood for decades. For as long as you can look back. White men running the city are the bad guys so often. Why is it suddenly woke here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, uh, uh, I don't remember uh, Adam West ever fighting against uh, uh, a lot of, like, uh, I think there were a few, but, like. Well, one of the one of the Catwomen was black. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. that. And that's the only black villain I can think of from the old 60s show. I might be wrong. That's the only black villain I can think of. Yeah, um, yeah, like I said, uh, but yeah, m like pretty much everybody was white, you know, yeah. like uh, uh, like and was a white man. Who was a white man? Nick Fury, the Egyptian-themed Egyptian villain in the Batman series. Nick Fury. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Nick, Nick Fury was originally white. Uh, um, yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm not sure if uh, the movies were the first ones to depict him. No, uh, the um, comic. Yeah, the Eternal, no, the Ultimate Off-Branch Universe is where that came from. Uh. Yep. But, yeah. And he actually looked like, he was drawn to look very much like Samuel L. Jackson. So yeah. getting Samuel L. Jackson to play the role was probably kind of a dream come true. Yeah. But then in this article, they also mentioned Captain Marvel, which was hugely woke because it's a woman fighting a bunch of white men. That was actually one of the things, you know, it's um, woke because she's, she's beating up on white men who are the villains. Like, no, they were blue. <laughs> well, green, uh, also. You know, she did beat yeah, up yeah, green guys green as well. Also. That's true. <laughs> so here, here but, in until yeah. I mean, at, at some point, the the pendulum could swing too far, right? Yeah, I but, agree. But we're not there yet. The, the, we haven't even but, hit, but, we haven't but, hit equality yet. <laughs> I, I I agree with you. And or the wokeness, it, you know, like I said, 
a woman beating up a white guy is being woke. It's like, well, wait a minute. That's nothing new. Why is it suddenly woke now when, you know, we've seen that before. You know, it's definitely one of these things where they're looking to label everything woke just because they're yeah, looking to label it. Weird. Like the, they, they seem to be reaching a lot in this case. I mean, like, uh, I, you, you can kind of see where they're coming from, even if you don't agree with them, with things like uh, the uh, Ghostbusters uh, reboot. Um, that's like, yeah, okay, uh, I guess they are trying to be kind of woke, uh, making it with women instead of men, but... Uh, I mean, it's just uh, a new interpretation. Yeah. Why, why have you got your panties in the knot about yeah. it? And that's another film I will defend. It's not as good as the original, but it was enjoyable. And it's one of those where I think a lot of the problems it had was the conservatives attacking it before it even came out. Because if you looked at that one, it was attacked like crazy just it by was. being announced. It, it was it not. Was, well, it, was, yeah. it was way better than that awful new one where they replaced all the Ghostbusters with little kids. I How liked Afterlife, but... <laughs> You don't talk pandering, though. I mean, yeah, there was some pandering in Afterlife. I won't deny that, but I liked it still. But I, no, but, was, I was I, being. I was. I figured I, that. Okay. I figured that. But no, still. The, the, but the female Ghostbusters was a prime example of this because when it was announced, the conservatives thought, oh, it's so woke to have a female team. It's going to be horrible, blah, blah, blah. And even before it came out, you kept having this it's woke. It's going to be woke. It's going to be woke. So by the time it came out, it was never given a fair chance. Yeah. And, and it's a good film. It's very enduring. It's very enjoyable. It was. It was fun. And I, I, I think I liked the role reversal there to have Chris Hemsworth kind of playing the dumb guy, right? <laughs> I mean, that was fun. Oh yeah, he was. His, his <laughs> yeah, speaking, speaking of ghost, speaking of Ghostbusters and kind of uh, woke diversity, I remember there was a, a follow up series to uh, the new Ghostbusters uh, cartoon series uh, with like a, a new generation of Ghostbusters, and I remember one of them was in a wheelchair. And uh, I, I personally thought it was a little implausible, you know, him going out on missions and mm. stuff and being uh, being like a, a core member that way. But, you know, like I do, I, I talked to somebody online who was in a wheelchair and found uh, the character very, um, uh, uh, you know, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Very, very inspiring. There we right. go. So, but in general, and this is one of the things that, you know, we want our superheroes to be more than what we could be. And, you know, to be inspiring. And so to have characters out there that represent such a broad range of humanity is great because you will keep hearing that. Someone says, oh, my God, this is the first hero I felt I can identify with because they're like me. Yeah. That is a huge big deal. Well, okay, let's and us white men are spoiled because we've had that for so long. Yeah. And I think th these people that call this stuff woke are the ones who are just being assholes because, oh my God, how dare someone else get the spotlight like that? I want to be the only one who gets to feel special. Well, let's, let's, let's roll right into dumbasses um, <laughs> because, because it doesn't change the topic really. No, that's true. But it just, put, it just takes <laughs> yeah, us in a new yeah, direction. White, white men thinking that uh, uh, the way they feel about something is the most important thing. That's right. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, so yes, um, uh, this uh, is uh, about uh Bartram High School in St. John's County, Florida. Um, they, um, um, in their uh, yearbook, uh, they uh, they took um, uh, basically uh, uh, pictures of 80 girls uh, in the yearbook, and they photoshopped them to like remove any signs of uh, things like uh, cleavage uh, from the pictures in order to make them presentable 
Um, yeah, but dumbass, what you're not mentioning though is that the that the uh, school board who set that up they did keep the originals. <laughs> you look at the originals. That's not like heavy cleavage. That's not revealing. That's just. I mean, I'm I'm looking at the pictures right now. The, the samples they have up. Like none of those. Are like, oh my god, she's showing her breast off. This is so hot. It's like. No, this is just a shirt. I mean, I agree with you. Although, like, they they do put some like uh, Twitter comments in here, basically saying that oh, the these uh, that they're indecent in my uh, in my time, I would have never worn something like that. And it's like this is more attacks on women and women's autonomy. Yeah, I mean, they they these women presented themselves the way that they wanted to be seen in these pictures, and for you to 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 assume that that's not okay is part of the problem. And looking at it, none of them dressed to sexualize themselves. No, they didn't. Look like that no, at all. no. So there's no impression of that. None whatsoever. Nope. And uh, I have to say, I have seen more imaginative photoshopping done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is really bad photoshopping. Really. Yeah. Whatever. Oh boy. Yeah. I mean, uh, like, there's uh, a person who did the photoshopping on that. It was highly educated. That at least taken a two-hour seminar on Photoshop. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's it's this. I, I keep on uh, running against this weird uh, thing that uh, we have uh, as adults in our society that we can't even like recognize that uh, teenagers have some features that uh, might be you, you know have like uh, sexually attractive uh, overtones to them, and we just yeah. can't deal with it. It's it's like uh, no, we 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 mustn't even recognize this. It, it, we we must we must keep uh, these uh, these basically young adults uh, as uh, you know treat them as uh, virtuous children who have nothing sexual about them whatsoever. It, it yeah, is well, the weird. Many, pur- it's a weird purity we've culture. In, yeah, <laughs> we've said in many of our past podcasts, it's not the girls' problem; it's the guys who are uncomfortable with its problem. Yes, well, did they yeah. did they Photoshop any guys' pictures? Uh, it turns out they did not. <laughs> <laughs> See, and once again, here's the, there's the problem, right? I mean, it, it, it it's uh, this is the same this is the same kind of mentality that we see when we're talking about dress codes. Yeah. Yep. Oh gods. <laughs> well, yeah. let's compare dress the dress codes. codes. Let's compare the dress code standards as posted by as posted by the student dress code. Um, about. A third of the way down the page, they've got the school's dress code. Oh, do they really? Jones County Public Schools. Let's see. Um, well, if, okay. So for girls, they specifically, specifically say that they must not. They must be modest and not revealing or distracting. That, that's in the girls' one. What does distracting mean? Yeah, no, yeah, no, that, that's I, it can mean anything you want it to mean. I hate, I yeah. hate that, I hate that wording. They say the same yeah. thing about hair. That that you know that that the hair can't be distracting, and 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 who sets the criteria? It's 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 garbage. Yeah, and the, uh, if you take a look at the, I mean, the boys' dress code has three lines, girls' dress code has three lines, but the word count is yeah significantly yeah. higher. And once more, the the boys at no point did say they they can't they they have to be modest and not re, um. Are not allowed to wear revealing distracting stuff. It's only the girls that they specifically use that wording in. Yeah, pretty much what they tell the boys is no gang pants. <laughs> yeah. And trim your be- trim your beards and mustaches, which you can't really grow anyway because you're because you're a teenager. Some right, well, can. The, the boys do say revealing clothing. 
But apparently boys don't have to be modest um, or worry about being distracting. They just can't wear anything revealing. And what does modest yep. mean? Once again, that, that that's as yep. nebulous that as distracting. Word. I mean, it would not be hard for a girl to wear an outfit that very much shows off her safely figure that is not revealing at all. So, Or if, on the other hand of things, how much of, you know, let's just, how much of the St. John's school board's collective shit would they lose <laughs> if a girl wore something very modest, like say, you know, burka? <laughs> well, okay, and you're not wrong, right? That 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 sets people off just as much. But that's modest. Here, here's the here's another thing that I I disagree with that they have in here. Tank tops, uh, tank top shirts are not acceptable except in physical education class. Why is that? Why 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 is it okay in physical education class, but all of a sudden when you get into a classroom, a tank top's a problem? Hmm? What's the difference? Well, uh, adolescent kids tend to stink a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I can smell you from here. I don't. I don't think that's the point. Although you know uh, what your opponent might say as well. Some schools have pools. You know why don't they wear the their uh, bathing suits into class then, if it's appropriate for the pool? I guess. I guess then. My yeah. I I understand what you're saying. I just don't think a tank top is that big a deal. I guess. Uh. I in in okay. If somebody wants to wear their their bathing suit in the class, are you? Is that really a problem? And people wear. I wouldn't consider it much of a problem. <laughs> But uh, so going back to the outfits that were um, photoshopped, none of those look to me to be revealing or, um, ex you know, to me, none of them look to be violated. Because then I don't see them distracting. Um, they look pretty modest and nothing. They, 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 uh, they, they performed this sin <clears throat> of not uh, completely hiding the girl's curves. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't know. There's some there's some outfits in there that are, you know, only four or five inches from a from a full on nip slip. <laughs> four or five inches. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, yeah. Tornado happens, and uh, <laughs> somebody's going to get to see some side boob. Uh, yeah, I got side boob. Any of those outfits, considering how they're um, worn, you're not seeing side boob. No, no I said if a tornado happens. Terrifying sign. The the tornado ripped through the school. We were all we were all afraid for our lives. It was pandemonium. Then I got to see a tantalizing tantalizing glimpse of that side dude. <laughs> but the, the but the male students weren't just were just too distracted by the cleavage um to pay attention to the tornado. And that's why so many mm, of them died. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it would have been really good if you, they yeah. were able to pay attention to it's, the tornado. God damn it, Jessica! You killed the boys again. <laughs> you know what I call that? I call that Darwin's revenge. <laughs> you know, it's it's anti-women bigotry. It it it's it's really the, this way of making that's people other. You know, I mean, it's it. it, it <sighs> I don't know. Yeah. It's it's a way of making people feel second class and feeling alien in yeah. their own skin. Yeah, it's awful. Mm -hmm. Hey, but we're not done yet. <laughs> Ian's we're next article, it doesn't really change the topic any. He put it under a different a different category. Well, yeah, this is yeah. this guy's a, a definite asshole. Okay. <laughs> that, that's well, that's why he's the bigot jack of the week. Sure, he's but just yeah, a bigger it, it's bigot. It's still the same kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, we we but these these last two articles were about bigotry as well, right? He just happens yep. to be the biggest bigot, so he gets the award this week. Is what you're saying? So the article is um, Georgia principal caught on camera popping rainbow balloons sent to support LGBTQ plus student. 
Yeah, and I take issue with the rainbow balloon thing. They're colorful balloons, but that's not rainbow. Yeah, looking yeah. at. <laughs> there's, I don't know. There's, there's four maybe, maybe he was mad that it wasn't, uh, it wasn't legitimate rainbow. He's like, fucking gay student. There's better than this. Pop, pop. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's what it was. <laughs> except, except for he has some history that kind of negates that. Yeah. Well. Yeah. But, but, his history is part of the reason why Let's the balloon. Let's give got him the set. benefit of the doubt, guys. <laughs> yeah, but you know you've got to send more than one color balloons because, for instance, if you if you only send a red one, well, it's pretty much guaranteed to have a murderous clown attached to it. Nobody <laughs> takes issue with the fact that they're filled with helium, and how did they collect the helium? Oil drilling. Mm. We. Yep. See, so so and then they're made of a petroleum product. The problem is, is that these are not eco-friendly. All right. You so, know what? The Earth is running out of helium, so uh, really, should we be using it in uh, in balloons? Right. I so. Yeah. I, I, I. So now to give a bit bit of a background on the full story. So apparently, earlier in the month, a student created a piece of artwork um, that said "Gay is okay," and it's a whole rainbow that they actually show it here. Um, you have an umbrella up there, and below it says "Gay is okay" with the rainbow colors around it. Apparently, the artwork was pulled, and the administrators. Compared it to Nazi symbolism. Oh my God! And needless to say, it made the news. So the balloons All were right. sent. The balloons were sent to that student in support of them with a note saying "Gay is okay." And the the principal decided to instead of you know giving the balloons out to just pop them all. And you know, so it, it, yeah. <laughs> so here's here's it, a, it, the, I mean, it, he, it's... he didn't like the Nazi symbolism that they decided was there in "Gay is okay." But the symbolism of him popping the rainbow balloons with a sign saying gay is okay is a whole different kind of symbolism. So what's interesting well, about – Hold on a second here. Um, there, the Nazi symbolism in the in the artwork, I can see it because okay. the swastika is made out of lines and there are lines. <laughs> <laughs> no, but here's the thing is that – what's interesting is that they're, they're calling this Nazi-like with their fascist behavior. Yeah. Right. I mean, the, their behaviors are fascist. I mean, this is exactly I mean, we're, we're you know, this is exactly what happened. Yep. Yep. It, it's it's complete hypocrisy. And here's the thing is that what uh, and then the other question I've has, how did this get leaked? Who leaked it? Who leaked this video? That's a good question. Uh, I'm guessing it had to have been someone in his office. I mean, this is this is this, I mean, this is. This is bad for him, right? Because something was yeah. delivered to a student and he didn't he didn't deliver it. I mean that that that's a problem right there. And and he actually he actually, you know, went the extra mile to destroy something delivered to a student. Yep. Were they supposed to be delivered to a student cuz I don't know. Here in the article, the balloons were sent to sing, which is him. Oh, okay. Well, if in that case, then then I guess there's no issue with him destroying it, right? So what's the problem? Okay, they were sent to him. <laughs> So, he's a, the so he doesn't like balloons. <laughs> I think uh, they were sent to him as a message against well, his stance. Yeah. So yeah. He, then that's what yeah, angered, that's... right? So he got angry about it. I mean, he in and in a way, he is being attacked here. Maybe rightfully so, mm -hmm. but he is being attacked. Yeah. Yeah, and, you're right. Well, though, I mean, like uh, he 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 got a thing that that, was, that he he didn't like, and he popped the balloons. And I... like uh, I guess. Yeah, his uh, his attitude about it is caught on camera, but you know he doesn't done. He it, it does sound from the headline that he that he was uh, uh, popping kids meant for this balloon meant for this actual kids, thus taking them away from which. Right. And now, if that's true, know. it's a problem. But if they were sent to him, 
you know, he mm-hmm. he he acted out okay. He and his behavior is probably not fantastic, but but he didn't do anything wrong, provided that what wasn't intended for a student. If they were sent to him, you know, with right. with that message. If they were sent to him, he's got every right to yeah. pop those balloons. And, and, but, and to be fair, it is an attack, right? I mean, it, and, it, uh, and when where was he that he was being filmed doing this anyway? Well, this look, the, looks like the front of the school. school. Yeah, the the, yeah, yeah, he was at the front desk. He did it right there. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. which is a, a bit of a mistake on his part as well. It's like, okay, take it to your office and do it if you're, you know, yeah, to do I mean, that openly. It doesn't help him look better after he's already no. condemned. Uh, a, a piece of art promoting right, but um, LGBTQ. The bottom yeah. line is that he is not a good representative principal for every every student in that school. Well, here's right. the thing: is that man, the parent... man, man, schools have changed a lot since I went. Uh, cameras but... all over the place. Yeah. Right? Well, and the mm-hmm. fact that I mean, the fact that he got caught on camera at his own school. I mean, that it, it, there's there's some pieces of this that are hilarious. Right. Yeah. But and it, and it doesn't look good for him. But he didn't do anything wrong, technically, provided that they were sent to him. The, on the balloon thing. Right. The, yeah. The, what he said about the artwork. Oh, no. That, that, he, that that's just him being a fascist. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and it the article says that parents are upset with him. But are they? I mean, is it? It, it, it we're, look at look at where we are. I'm imagining that there, that is a vocal minority that's upset with him. And overall, yeah, probably most people are quiet about it. Yeah. Right. So I so I take issue with the article there as well. Tell me tell me what percentage of the population of parents are actually upset with him, and not that just one or two are. This is like this is like the the million mom march, right? All ten of them. Yeah. Now you know, <laughs> it, it's saying over fifteen hundred people signed the petition. Um, to remove him and the vice principal, but once more, we don't know if the fifteen hundred are actually even connected to this. Yeah, and that, that's another that's another thing. What what's the petition actually um, revolve around? Right? Maybe there's. I mean, I I don't know. I I feel like we're getting a very colored version of the story here. <laughs> well, the petition now is over two thousand. Okay. Well. Woo-hoo. Yeah, but is it a petition that's generally sent out to the world on change.org or is it local to that area? Is the it's uh yeah, it looks like it's to the world on change.org. I mean, and here's the thing is that okay. do we do we actually know what the what the the note on the thing said? Um, um it's it, it's saying the note only said gay is okay. That's it, all do, do we even know that it says that? Maybe maybe the note actually says, "Hey Singh, pop these balloons on camera." <laughs> I don't know. I'm just. I, I just. I mean, yeah. they, they, he doesn't sound like a good guy to me. But I, I just think that this 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 feels like a little bit of a setup. <laughs> mm. Mm, just there may be some hatchet chopping. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and you know, and the bottom line is, if you put a petition out on change.org. It means nothing. You can, you can find 2,000 people to sign oh, that. Oh, this is not – wait, hold on, hold on. It's on change.org, which which means yeah. that they don't even have to be in the district. That's why I was right? saying. We don't, know, was... we don't know who's actually mad at him. 2,000 people in the U.S. that went to change.org means yeah. nothing. Yeah. It's 2,000 people in the U.S. who were bored enough to read a petition. Yeah, and I'm surprised that that's all they, they could get. Now, it looks like it was started by parents from the school. Yeah, so that's, what? Yeah. So what? Yeah. There's nothing official about change.org. It 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 it, uh, it means nothing. How many how many parents from the school need to set up a petition from change.org? 
you know, we can go yeah. set one up right now. It, it, and it, once more, uh, you know, Brian's comparison to One Million Moms is fail, is justifiable in this case. I will give him that. So, all right. Well, anyway, I mean, it doesn't look good, but no. I, I just, I wish I had a little bit more accurate information of, of what the situation actually looks like, right? Yeah, but the the optics for him are looking pretty fake. They don't look good. I, I, I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. I just think and that... And once more, it does, with the reaction to the picture, it doesn't help. It's like, you know, this guy's not proving his case. <laughs> No, but I, I'm going to defend him a little bit here in saying that, that, that this is kind of an attack at this point, right? That sending this yeah, well, to the school is definitely – I mean, and it's not – The sending uh, of the balloon yeah. with that message was almost definitely done to get – to provoke him to get a reaction out of him. And it worked. So, yeah. so, so And they, he was yeah. dumb enough to do it right <laughs> um, there in the open where he could easily be filmed and it made it easier to use it against him. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering who was going through the security footage looking for uh, that moment because I, I I'd assume like most of the time like stuff that happens uh, on the security footage just goes completely unnoticed and recorded to uh, a thing uh, never to be seen again. Yeah, well, it could have been a staffer who saw it happened and wait a minute, what the hell is he doing? <laughs> uh, or it could be someone involved with sending the balloons itself, saying, "Okay, he did it right in the open. That should be on video. Let's go." Here's the who who has access to that security footage, right? Somebody leaked this, right? I, the, yeah. Here's a, here's another issue: is that is it is this this leak of this footage is is actually a security issue, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, in this case, it it's, just it shows the principal acting like a jackass. But the fact that 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 somebody took security footage and and put it online is problematic in general. Mm-hmm. In general, I, I consider this to be a security vulnerability. You know. Uh, Aside from the fact that you know we made the principal look like a jackass, right? So there's a, so there's there's a bigger there's kind of a, a a bigger systemic issue here is that that they have a security problem. <laughs> yeah, because if they've got if they can leak footage of the principal, they can use footage from the students for other re, for other purposes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there there there's lots of reasons that 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 the release of this footage is problematic. Um, and, and so, and so I think that that's bad in general, whoever leaked this footage, I, I, I think, I think they deserve a reprimand if not to lose their job, you know, provided that they work for the school. Right. Unless it was a hack, right. I guess it could be a hack too, but then, but then there's another problem. So, so the release of the footage is problematic for me as well. Yep. I agree with you. Listen, we grab mine next because it's kind of along the same lines. Oh, sure. What the heck? Why, why not? Let's pile on. <laughs> okay. So it's not it's not quite the same lines, but it is. Um, I put it under culture and cognition because essentially there was a species of moth that is now been renamed because its name, its common name, was a ethnic slur. So now it's a spongy moth. What, what's the but original it was name? A gypsy moth. A gypsy moth. Okay, I can see where uh, that's problematic. But but once again, that's not that's not its scientific name, right? That's its common. No, name. No, it's not its scientific name. Yeah, that's its common name. But um, the term gypsy, and I went back and looked this up today to find out for sure what I was talking about. Um, gypsy actually comes from a belief that the Roma, who were actually from uh, part of India, the Roma were Egyptians wandering around and had uh, has a lot of connotations that those people are dishonest and that they are 
you know, you lock your doors when the gypsy's in town, et cetera, right. et cetera. Well, Cher, Cher had that song, Gypsy, Tramps, and Thieves. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. But it, it's one of those terms like Eskimo and Squaw that we were kind of almost taught to use fairly um, relaxingly without thinking about them that are offensive. And you learn about it. We, I, a squaw was an interesting one I just recently found out about. That is offensive. And there's so many monuments out there. You know, natural park things where um, the mount, the hill or the mountain was named Squaw, the river or, or um, stream or whatever, Squaw. Oh, yeah, you and know, like, uh, also, like, pretty much anywhere uh, that uh, had the name Devil's something, uh, whether, like, a holy place uh, to uh, Native Americans. Mm. Oh. Yep. Wow. Uh, yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the word Navajo. By all means. What's wrong with uh. Navajo? That is, What's wrong with Navajo? Is that that's a, not what... Go ahead. Isn't that a tribe? No. I, the name I, no. of the tribe? It, it's what Dine he... is a name of the tribe, and yeah. the Dine means the people. Navajo is okay. actually a derivation of of uh, a French word meaning thieves. Yeah, mm. that, and that's pretty oh. common, actually, with, with, the, with the names that the white men gave to tribes. Yep. A lot of them, like, you know, are... Um, are the the same kinds of uh, slurs, right? A lot of them yeah. are French slurs. Yeah, like Eskimo. I forget I forget what the slur is, but Eskimo was a slur. And we, I mean, there are documentaries about Eskimos. Let's <laughs> call them Eskimos. Okay, we'll call them Eskimos. No, that's not actually who they are. That is and a slur the, that was given to them. The word squaw actually derives from uh, some some. Uh, Northeastern tribes word for penis. Right. Or at least that's the way I heard it. Hmm. Okay. So, you know, the guy was pointing at an Indian woman and the word he got back was numsqua. Like, do you want to have sex with her? Oh. Okay. Okay. I was hoping Eskimo meant penis because then Eskimo kisses would be. (laughs) You know, I'm 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 kind of like fanciful imagination here. Like imagining that, uh, Okay, so the the gypsy moth uh, had the new name, and it's all proud. And then in the background there, there's a there's a little species called a, an N-word moth who's looking <laughs> on it with, with a little tear running down its cheek. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, I I had that thought earlier, and I'm like, you know, um, what are we gonna do about the the cracker turtle and the <laughs> and the the and the round-eyed newt? <laughs> No, it's definitely, but once we're going back to the woke thing, um, there are people that will call changing names like this being woke. And it's like, no, actually, it's always been offensive. It's yeah. just we weren't aware of it. Now that we are aware, we kind of have a responsibility to correct society, correct ourselves if, and say, no, we're not going to be offensive. It doesn't need woke, to be that way. If being and, woke means that you are sensitive to be other, to other people being offensive about things that are offensive to them, yep. I'll be woke. I mean, it's not like we're gonna, like anybody's banning gypsy moth or saying uh, uh, that like anybody who knows them as gypsy moth should like uh, completely change or all that. This is just like the new official designation that we're encouraging people to use instead of gypsy moth. It's one of those terms, though, or one of those names that I think can they could take back, right, and and change, and, and maybe and maybe that would be appropriate. I don't know. Well, right now, in general, from what I've seen, gypsy's just fading. Yeah. It's like one of these things, mutually different. Let's just stop using it. Sure. They're not interested in taking the word back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Their word to begin with. Well, that's the problem is that, that, you know, 
it it, it probably is one that shouldn't be used, right? And, yeah. And, yeah. Like the N word, right? That's not my word. That that that's not our word. We yeah. you know, we have no business using that well, word. Well, it's also not their word. It was never. It was never. It was. It was. It was the word of. I mean, it's a. It's a. It's a perversion of the word Negro, or which right, is right, but, the but, word which is a Spanish for black. Right, but. but what I'm, what I'm, brown I'm, color, but my point brown. is, is that like, even oh, with the word, while mm. the word, while the word gypsy isn't their word, it is their word to decide what happens with it at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't want to use it, it sounds well, like. Well, there so we go. Fine. Let's right. Stop using it. Exactly. Let, yeah. Let it fade off into history. That yep. I, There's no problem with that. And it, there shouldn't be anything woke or anything big about that. It's like, no, it's a word that but, we realize has been used wrong for the longest time. If we let drift away, there's other words, you know, language is such a great thing. So many other words we can use that work so much better. Let's look into that. Right, but if somebody says, I got gypped, right, we know yeah. we know what they're talking about. We know who they're talking, you know, it would be, you know, yeah. th- instead of saying, I got cheated, you know, right? And, and so it's, it's amazing how pervasive those kinds of things come. Yeah. Well, and I was talking, um, I was talking before the podcast about the word assassin, because I was talking about the assassin snail. And the word assassin is actually a Latin corruption of the word hashishim, which is a particular, which is actually a, a derogatory term used by some um, some Arabs describing a particular group of of uh, Islamic people who would eat hashish before they went out to do violence. Okay. It, it is interesting, you know, the, the, the etymology of a lot of these words. I imagine that, that we can find a lot of that. And at what point is it just ridiculous to try and clean it all up, right? I mean, it's some, there's a balance, right? I mean, we can't yeah. – we can't. I mean, some of the stuff we just have to own, right? Yeah. I mean, assassin at this but point has no – I have no connection to, to its roots. At least be aware, though. Sure, 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 sure. Well, it's the same way I feel about calling people Karen, Right. I, I think I think that it, I don't it, like it, that either. yeah it's it's awful you know and 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 I keep bringing it up every time you know because because you hear it right so I will I I'll try to shut it down every time I hear it and hopefully I'm not the only one hopefully we can you know we, you know that 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 doesn't become a word like gypsy Dick. yeah and that's even worse right because who who my, who goes by the name Richard and 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 ever wanted to be called Dick like we Dick Clark right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's weird, you know, that you know, we, we I guess the the way we feel about the word "dick" has changed over the years too. It's become more derogatory. Well, yeah, but it's also become more. You you can now say that word on television because of Dick Clark. No, because I go watch, go rewatch Supernatural and find out. You know, count the number of times Dean uses the word "dick" or Sam, for that matter. Hmm. Right. Well, yeah, but so no, because maybe maybe your name is Richard and you're looking for a short farm, maybe try Char. How <laughs> about just Rich? <laughs> Nobody, yeah. Well, don't say anything like that on YouTube. You'd get in trouble if you have like Van Dyke. Oh, really? There was this, um, there's actually one guy on uh, YouTube. I know him. Well, not personally. I just know him from stuff. But his last name was uh, his podcaster or whatever uh his last name was van dyke they made him change it 
yeah. change the endowment there and everything. Mm, okay. Well, I mean, yeah. I guess I, I guess uh, one of our beloved actors has gone back to the uh, the name his family was using before. We've all heard that Island. joke. <laughs> you you know about penis fan lesbian? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. I, I I heard that one in high school. <sighs> all right. Ah, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh boy. Let let's uh let's yeah. So why don't you tell tell us about this Conti stuff? Yeah, let's do that. No, 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 no. We'll 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 skip Tyrannosaurus. Let, let's do the Conti stuff because it because th- there's a reason that this is this is relevant right now. Uh, so, um, uh, Conti Conti is a ransomware group. They're a ransomware as a service group, uh, and we've talked about ransomware as a service before. But essentially, what they do is they provide. Um, services for other people to infect people to, to do ransomware on, on other people's systems. And they have a couple of pieces of malware. Um, one is very pervasive called TrickBot. It, it's, it, if you look up ransomware and you look up TrickBot, there's plenty out there. Um, but what, 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 um, what is most interesting is what happened to them recently. Um, and it's in this first article by Brian uh, that I got up here by uh, Brian Krebs. Um, Brian Krebs is is a really good security researcher. Uh, I, I read his stuff a lot because it's it's pretty well sourced, and he generally knows what he's talking about. Um, but in this case, it's it's pretty obvious he's not because a lot of researchers are talking about this. There was this big information dump. So the Conti ransomware group, when when Russia invaded Ukraine, put put up this notice to to um, it says a response to the Western warmongering of American threats to cyber warfare against the citizens of Russia, Russia Federation. <clears throat> the Conti, uh, the Conti team is officially announcing that we will, uh, we will use our full capability to deliver retaliation measures in case of Western warmongering attempts to target critical infrastructure in Russia or any Russian speaking region of the world. We do not ally with with any government, and we condemn the ongoing war. However, since the West is known to wage its its wartime by targeting civilians, we will use our response in order to strike back. Uh, to strike back if if the well being of safety of peaceful citizens will be uh, will be at stake due to American cyber aggression. So. Uh, right, right now, the, there is a lot of cyber warfare to, to a certain extent going on between the Ukraine and and uh, and Russia. But but even more so, there's an information war, and and the the thing here is that I they're they're winning the the uh, the um the information war. I guess if you're going to start an info war information war with with a country, you shouldn't do it with a with a country that's president used to be a stand up comedian. <laughs> That's a very good point. They're also, uh, the Ukraine, Ukraine is also waging psychological war on Russia. Yeah, it? yeah. The, there's the yeah, and so some of this, what they've come out is is uh, is not true, right? And, and, and it's just propaganda. Some of it is actually true. Um, I mean, there's a lot of stuff coming out of there right now. But so, but this particular group made this announcement, and then all of a sudden there was this huge dump. Uh, of all of of all of the Conti um, ransomware groups, private chat messages and dumped onto the internet. I mean, it's it, okay. huge. 
And and originally they they, they thought well maybe this was what the, because the Continental Ransomware Group has people in Ukraine as well as Russia right that that are that are that are um that are in the group and so they thought well maybe it was a uh, an inside job but it's it come it, but at this point and there and there's a researcher that used to work for for CloudStrike who still he kind of still thinks that that that's what it is but it does now look like it's more likely that it's actually a Ukraine. Um, a cybersecurity professional that has been collecting this information on the Conti ransomware group, who 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 decided at this point to dump it onto the internet, and what what you find is is kind of interesting. Um, it, it's interesting in the fact that they they really are running a small business, small to medium sized business. They've got somewhere. I mean, it, the the numbers vary about how many people are employed there at any given time, but. They really are employing people, and they're paying them an on you know average between a thousand and two thousand dollars. I think it's it's probably per month, um, and and so and these are people just doing their job. That they, they they're hiring some people to do you know the security pieces, and to and and they have we're we're finding through this dump we found out that they have lots of um lots of software that that so lots of EDR software. That they that they're installing, so they have you know they they they, they have the CrowdStrike um, you know s- uh, software, and some of these that are that are um, some of these are highly vetted to make sure that 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 they know who they're selling them to. They have found third party you know third parties to work through to get a copy of the of of this um of of this software, and that's important for them because they have to figure out how to get around it, right? They they want to get around EDR, they want to get around all these attempts to stop them, and so to do that. They they have they're employing people that know how to to use the stuff to set it up and and then you know to 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 go through you know to go through it and uh, and to get around it. They have other people who do customer service, right? Um, other people that are that are writing that the malware that they're that they're going to infect other people with. So it, it, it's it, they are they're probably the most successful ransomware group out there. Um, and but to, but to to, to get to that success level, they have to employ a lot of pieces, right? And and, and there's times in here where, where they were, you know, the, the certain things haven't gotten funded properly, and, and they've had to move money around from one organization to to another. I mean, just everything that a small business would do. Um, but in in this dump, you know, I, I uh, Krebs says that he's read every bit of it, and most of it was just boring, and that he wished he could have that time back. But it, but the, just the fact that there was so much of it dumped all at once, and yeah. part of it included that some of the some of the older ransomware keys. Um, I think that it, you know using this information allows us to backtrack. You know who who the people are that that are doing this. Um, of course, but they're sitting there in Russia, and at this point, they're probably pretty well protected because Russia's not extraditing to us, and they're probably not going to go yeah. shut them down because we want them to, right? Um, but but they, they this was an this was incredibly damaging to their um, to their business that this dump of information. Um, There's just well, tons and, out there. You know their their whole <sighs> their whole message was we will stand up against Western cyber aggression well that wasn't western no no that was the ukraine that that, yeah that was that um, was that was the people that you purport to be protecting against the west yeah so um brent krebs had there's three articles that i put in here of his and first was the invasion piece the next piece is the office 
Um, part two is the office, which is literally just how how they how they function, right? Uh, you know, as a business. And then the next piece is the is the weaponry, which talks about the different pieces that they use to to infect other you know other other uh, uh, to infect all these countries and or, or you know or infrastructure. And they're 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 particularly damaging. Um, when you read this, uh, the the Hemdall Security Group. When you read through this, they have a section. It says Conti ransomware's most famous attacks, and one of them is JVC Kenwood, which is a Japanese uh, electrical corporation. Another one is the city of Tulsa um, that they they infect with ransomware. But the the one that I think is might be the worst is the um, the Ireland Health Services, which I think this one is still ongoing. Um, that 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 they're trying to recover from this attack. And so some very high profile uh, inf- infiltrations, and and if they're in, you know, hospitals are constantly getting hit by the hit by this, and so and that's where this becomes really dangerous. Well, it's one of the places because people's lives are at stake in a hospital, and so if you take down and encrypt ev- all of their computers, how do we operate in a modern hospital? Yeah. Um, and so shutting this group down would be a, would be really good for society. Right. And, and I and I imagine that, you know, that this ransomware group is not hitting Russia. Right. They, they, they're protecting Russia as much as they say they're neutral. <laughs> they're not. Bullshit. Well, I, I just threw in an article because you reminded me I'd seen something on this um, right now due to what's going on with Russia. The Russian bot stuff is almost dead. Um, a lot of the, the promoting conservative ideas and stuff that was causing, you know, they just popping up to, you know, anti COVID, all this other stuff, that's all vanishing right now. I, I have two thoughts on that. I mean, part of it's because yeah, the the bot network that that Conti was running, I think I think that there, I think some of it is getting shut down because of this dump. Um, we'd have to look more into that. But the other thing is that there are so many people in support of Ukraine and not so many in support of Russia that like their their meme market that that, that they're usually very good at. Is is there a possibility that there's just so much stuff that's pro-Ukraine that it's just burying anything that mm-hmm. that the Russians could possibly try to get out? And so and so why it might still be there? It's just it just can't get above the noise of, of the pro, of the pro-Ukraine stuff. Well, the, the, this one. I also heard that uh, Russia's internet has taken their their infrastructure has taken some yeah. some hits. Yeah, that's what it sounds like from this article. This yeah. article saying. The, um, the guy put up some stuff that normally would have gotten a whole bunch of this negative response, a whole bunch of attacks, and it's not happening. Yeah. It, it's just not popping up. And it's like, wow, you know, it's a significant drop off from what it was just a month ago. Because it's, I think part of that is just, I mean, it might be that they can't get it out as efficiently as they used to, but also be that it's not being, it's, it's not being um, accepted the way that it would yeah. have a month ago either. R- R- everybody's turned on Russia all of a sudden, right? right? I mean, and so, and so now all the propaganda is, is uh, it doesn't have the same tone anymore that you know, what they were saying a month ago, if they're saying it now, it has a different tone. Yeah, no, it, it's definitely shows what, impact russia had yeah and yep. that's where russia's falling right now i mean you know really the, the vast majority of the world is openly opposing russia right now yeah and they're doing everything they can to say and even in russia itself i mean like six thousand people were detained over the weekend for protesting around the country yeah well and, and you know well, yeah the had, other uh, i just found actually oh. Sorry. 
I was going to say, I, I found the original statement that the Kantian ransomware group put up because I think at first they put out a, they put out a pro-Russia statement. And I think that says here that the, uh, the Kantian ransomware team officially announced full support for the Russian government. If anybody um, will descend the organization of cyber attacks on the war uh, activities against Russia, we, will, we are going to use all of the potential resources to strike back uh, at critical infrastructure of our enemies, and that was that was what they put out originally. The the one that that's on the Krebs site is the second one they put out, basically saying, "Well, we're we're going to be neutral as long as everybody else is neutral." At first, they they came out and said that that, that they were pro Russia, but then but then I think that the that the people from the Ukraine that are a member of the group said, "Hey, what the hell are you doing?" And yeah. and then they came out with this second statement, and then the researchers just dumped everything. <laughs> yep. Um, so assuming that. Uh... Russia's internet takes a really serious hit, and they're not able to properly uh, distribute their ransomware. I'm assuming that they're going to try and partner with whoever did the logistics for AOL back in the day to get disks sent out. <laughs> okay, uh, okay, but the, the thing that you got to remember is that the, that Russia has actually been preparing for this kind of thing for a while, and that internally. They have internal infrastructure for the internet that will provide their own DNS and stuff like that. So they have their own like like root um, DNS servers that and infrastructure that they've set up, much like China has. So that if they get completely cut off, like if somebody turns the switch off and they and and the and the internet no longer goes to Russia, it's not a problem because they because they have internal infrastructure to keep critical stuff running internally. That you know that that they that they've kind of prepared for this whole thing. Right, so they right. they they're prepared to get cut off from the rest of the world and still operate. Um, and while that, that won't the way that won't get memes onto Facebook anymore, they'll still be able to function internally with with yeah. with that cut. And in some ways, if they if they do make that cut, it makes it harder to attack them. If if they if they silo themselves, it's going to be harder to get attacks in. Not impossible, you know, but it it does make it more difficult. But you know, some of the stories that are coming out of the Ukraine are. Absolutely incredible. Uh, I guess that uh, the uh, highly the highly technically advanced Russian drones, apparently they didn't equip them with a defense against pickle jars. Okay, now, but but the one thing I'm going to ask you about that though is 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 that Ukraine propaganda or is it or is it what whatever the story is is it is it real? And I don't really know for yeah, sure. See, and that and so that That's, I mean, yeah, it's amazing what we're hearing coming out of the Ukraine. But I can't. But it's hard to tell fact from fiction here because because they're so good at putting out the, this propaganda. They've done such a good job with the propaganda war. But you can tell your pickle jar story. I'm just saying I don't know if it's true or not. <laughs> yeah. So basically, um, the Russians sent in drones, and the drones were taken down by a, a group of Ukraine grandmothers wielding pickle jars. <laughs> they threw pickle jars at the drones and knocked and basically disabled them. It's a it's it's a great story. It is a great story. I, I I'm I I I don't buy it. <laughs> I just have a feeling that that's propaganda. I just want to know what's in the Ukraine's uh, standard pickling recipe. Is all right? Exactly. Uh, why why do why, why do all those grandmothers have such good arms? They rolled why, a natural twenty. They rolled a natural twenty. <laughs> American football oh, would do man. really well in the Ukraine, it sounds like. They should be recruiting there, huh? Yeah, absolutely. It sounds like it. And, and it sounds like they should go straight for these grandmothers. <laughs> <laughs> 
I that, yeah. that, that but here's the thing is that that sounds like a wild tale to me, right? And and I guess it could be true, but usually the those drones can fly high enough that it's going to be hard for somebody with a pickle jar to oh, hit okay. them. Okay, so I, I looked some of this stuff up. The the actual stories that are out there say a resident um down a Russian drone with a jar of cucumbers from her balcony. And maybe it got low enough that they were able to do that. Uh, it could yeah. be, you know, uh, but but I think that this is one of those, you know, where where you talk about how big the rat you saw was, right? You yeah. always inflate it. Well, maybe, maybe not. And you're in Texas. <laughs> the oh, rat was always bigger than anything. Always had. bigger, <laughs> right? Here. Yeah. No, I, I right now Ukraine is a bigger is a bigger story than my you know anti-trans governor. Yeah. You know, uh, you know why they, uh, you know why they wear those ten-gallon hats down in Texas, right? Is so their chefs can fit the rat to teach them how to cook underneath it. I don't know. I got to wear galoshes every time I hear a governor speak. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so I thought the ransomware. I thought that this was this was interesting. The the dump and and the damage that that this one researcher did to the Conte ransomware group. It'll it's going to take them some time to recover. I. I suspect that they'll, you know, that they'll either, either recover or they'll rebrand. I, I'm not yeah. sure which, you know. Uh, we saw, you know, Repo, Repo went down, but they rebranded. They're back as somebody else. So, I mean, it's hard to just keep these guys down. So, but yeah, th- this was a big gone, hit. Somebody also rise to take their place. Well, no, but I here's the thing is that they, there's, there's no rise to take their place. They just rebrand again, right? That's, that's the thing is that, I mean, you the technology... You know, well, but the problem is that the technology took a big hit here, right? Yeah. But there are other ransomware groups, right? So, I, I have a feeling though that 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 some of these might be government sponsored, right? I mean, I wonder how much. I wonder it. it and they're certainly hands off, right? That their government doesn't care about their activities, which is pretty clear. Yeah. Well, I know we've got government sponsored ones here. I, I assume. You know, you say you know, but what's their name? Well, no, I know, because I've gotten that thing from the FBI. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, that's funny. So so um, the, the Krebs one here, the, the, this is interesting, the Part 3 one, they, they show that the, the um, top 10 ransomware strain revenue, and, of course, Conti is, is number one. Um, but I they, they have some connection to Ryuk, which, which is down here at the bottom, but I wonder if they're if, – there, there is a connection there between um, Ryuk and Conti. Um, but yeah, but like Revil has fallen off the map, and some of these other ones are not even on here. Dark Side, that's the other big one that we hear a lot about. Uh, and I think that, that, you know, I think, was it My Malicious Life, or that, that had a bunch of really good stuff about Dark Side on there? I don't know. Not sure. I don't know. This, this was, a, this was a, I guess, a positive ransomware story. <laughs> yep. There's such a thing. Well, it's a it's a Ukrainian security researchers apparently. All right, anything else, guys? Well, say good night, everybody. You've made it this far. That's an hour of your time. You're never getting back. But the amateur skeptics appreciate you giving that hour to us. If you'd like to tell us how you felt about spending that hour with us, let us know at WTF at amateurskeptics.com. The Amateur Skeptics Podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons Share Alike No Derivatives 3.5 license. Intro music by Peter Kennold 
Find more of Peter's music at soundcloud.com forward slash P-K-A-N-O-L. Exit music by OFM. Find more of their music at myspace.com forward slash OFMHQ. Artwork for the Amateur Skeptics by Sean Smith Ford. Copyright Shadow Knight Digital Portraiture.